all we are back with let's talk television a division of the website of let's talk television random recaps which is run by renee the podcast however renee let me join her so if this is your first time welcome if it is not your first time welcome back (laughs) happy to see you or hear you or know that you're there (laughs) or know that you are there (laughs) yes and we also hope that you enjoyed last week's episode if you subscribe to us uh, Renee had an interview with David Wenzel and David Vando and I thought she did a great job oh thank you I haven't talked to you (laughs) we need to talk more (laughs) Yeah, so uh, this week we are talking about a Dynasty's last three episodes of the season. Wow, so sad. Yeah, but I mean, it's the CW, so they'll be back with more episodes. They renew yeah, we everything, have... right? Well, yeah, this has already been renewed for season five, remember? We have the final season coming up, season five. Oh, I didn't even realize that's the final season. You know what? As far as I know, it is. I remember when they renewed it, and I remember thinking they were doing the last two uh, together. You know, like renewing them together. Renewing them for two seasons together as the last two. Ah, okay. <laughs> that was my thought. Now, I guess we could see how it goes, but that's what I believe to be true. It's probably for the best because we don't want it to outrun itself. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's a good a good amount, you know, and even this season we could kind of see some of the filler episodes, like this one we're gonna talk about. Uh um yeah. <laughs> so Okay. So before we get started, I guess I'll say the episode titles. The first one for episode 20 is You Vicious Miserable Liar. Episode 21, by the way, episode 20 and 21 aired the same day. I don't know if that even really matters in this day and age with streaming and all. But the next episode, 21, is Affairs of State and Affairs of the Heart. And then the finale, episode 22, is filled with manipulations and deceptions. Mm, very interesting mm. titles. Different than, you know, like we talked about with Nancy Drew, where they, you know, we talked about this every week now, like where they use a title within the episode, and these are just more like represent representations of the episodes, which that's fine. I have to say, though, the title of the finale is the most apt of the series in general. I mean, come on. Dynasty is all about being filled with manipulation and deception. Right. Isn't that the theme? Yeah. And and the family. <laughs> well, we do have for episode 21, Affairs of the Heart. But yeah, I think that the last episode title was spot on. Right. Shall we get into them? Yes. Uh, we decided... We were going to go by characters this time. Um, Maybe not strictly, 
because obviously it's going to uh, intersect. But I was thinking maybe we could start with Sam. Okay, I'm ready. And the, the reason he comes to mind is I feel like he became himself again, dressing in his flamboyant, sometimes, you know, very, uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Um, it doesn't sound right when it comes to my mind, but I like the way he was dressing in these episodes, starting with this one, uh, 20, uh, where he had uh, like the Versace top and the kind of breezy muslin set he wore in California. And, you know, a couple of them, a couple of them stand out as like, he was like his old self again, as far as dressing. And I like that. Um, I don't understand why he was exactly trying to buy another hotel, but you know, it, it you know, maybe time for him to expand his brand at some point. Um, maybe after, you know, working on the, uh, expansion, maybe he really did have it in the back of his mind to do more, even though he ended up changing his mind. <laughs> but yeah, did, did you kind of feel like he's back to his old self, the way he dressed? Yeah, the way he dressed, I thought he was back to his old self. He's always got, kind of like you said, this flamboyant-esque fashion sense. He kind of looks like uh, the blouses. He wears a lot of blouses, fancy blouses, that kind of remind me of the shirts that you see at Express. You know what I'm talking about? Express in the mall. Really? Or the department store. Yeah, I actually mm. have a lot of tops that, I mean, since the pandemic began and since I started a new desk job, I've gained some weight, so unfortunately I'm not able to wear them right now, but I have a lot of blouses that kind of look like what Sam has. I mean, I don't wear them all the time, but they kind of mm. remind me of that a little bit. Interesting. I. I pretty I saw them more as designer items. I didn't. I would never express. <laughs> I'm totally thrown off by that. Um, yeah. Well, I I just saw it differently, so that's fine. <laughs> well, his are definitely more designer than you know the shirts that I've seen there, but they do have something that's called. It starts with an E, but it's a certain kind of blouse that they have there it's obviously not as fancy as what Sam wears but yeah they're actually a little bit similar in style yeah and this this number 20 was a filler episode um obviously spoiler for for them all but it was one of those times where um Fallon had to go off somewhere with her two friends to see if she could figure out someone who wasn't with them I mean like <laughs> how many times has she done that <laughs> just go off on a trip and try to figure something out basically on her own I guess that, in a was, way. that was so valid I thought that was hilarious too I mean she went to go see a marriage counselor without the person <laughs> that she's married to right very helpful <laughs> but she um 
it, it was kind of it was very it, it just felt very much like a filler but it also felt very much like Fallon because she has uh, she borrows the jet to go do these things now and again and then the therapist says to her why don't you bring Liam along right. who does she bring along Sam she brings Sam along and pretends that he's Liam and I think that's when we saw more of the old Sam too that kind of humor that he's able to inject right he was um he was doing a good job of being himself um and he forgot he was supposed to be Liam (laughs) oh yeah he definitely got some free therapy out of that didn't he yeah he did and then it was kind of funny when the therapist said you know your husband is gay oh yeah (laughs) I have to tell you something and I knew what I mean everybody knew what was coming and she said I think that your husband's gay and Fallon's like yeah okay well yeah duh okay um yeah that was kind of amusing um as far as the episode itself, um, what did you think about it overall? I mean, was, was it obviously a filler? Because it felt like it to me. It it's, maybe felt, it's just me. <laughs> it felt a little bit like a filler episode, but I like filler episodes. Yeah, they're they're more like fun, fun episodes. I feel like I'm the only person that actually likes filler episodes. And I talk about this all the time, especially (laughs) with supernatural shows. I'm always a monster or theme of the week episode person. Like my favorite episode, one of my favorite episodes of Gilmore Girls, believe it or not, is the one where they go to the mall. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I remember that. And that is the ultimate filler episode. And I bet you most people don't even remember it unless you've seen Gilmore Girls a million times. But that's one of my favorites. Yeah, I like it too. It was pretty fun, actually. Um, but with uh, Fallon and Kirby and and Sam, that I would say they ended up being a, more about Sam and Fallon, and obviously Kirby was just there for the ride and to be oh, yeah. like in, to interact with Sam mostly. Um, yeah, she was the third wheel. Yes, that's that's what I'm looking for. She was along for the ride. The third wheel along for the ride. Uh-huh. Actually, I think what you said was better. <laughs> along for the ride. Because the third wheel is kind of more like somebody who gets in the way. They were happy oh, to have her true. along. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the therapist, I like the way she didn't really she didn't really care what Fallon had to say. I mean, she was just kind of she was going right to the point, you know, with who she was and why she was there and how she had to come and fix someone who wasn't even with them, you know. Um, but she did it in a, you know, a calm, like a uh, guru type way, <laughs> you know. I don't, love the scenery too. Strangle the rabbit. <laughs> I love the scenery in the background too. I thought, oh right. man. I would love to go to this hotel in LA and then to actually like go to a guru therapy whatever kind of session it was oh my it just looked like so much fun (laughs) yeah it was good 
I um, it, it was interesting that she would suddenly decide to do that after reading that someone else had done it in a magazine because you know she's always looking for a way to do to do something instead of calming down and going inside of herself I guess you know she's very much an active person let's go do this let's go do that we can only figure it out if we're going and doing you know well I mean yeah she is very much a proactive person yes proactive (laughs) but sometimes like the lady was telling her it's not about her (laughs) well I think what you're saying is right she 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 started out being proactive she didn't realize that what was going to happen though was that she was going to kind of get calm and still because I mean she was being active what did she do she went to LA and she was talking to the counselor and telling her what needed to happen but it and also like you said the counselor wasn't having any of it she was right. saying, it doesn't matter what you're saying. There are two people in this equation. And Liam's going to do what he's going to do. Right. That's true. Um, And like, okay, so back to Sam. You know, he, when he was talking to the counselor, and he realized he actually left Atlanta to avoid talking to Crystal and... <laughs> And Blake about how he really felt about what they did to him. Um, so he was open to what the person was saying. And then he got back and he didn't get the response he wanted or had hoped for. Um, which I think in, in the end ended up being kind of a misunderstanding. But it was also the way Blake and Crystal and whoever else was involved kind of used his, his position to get what they wanted. Which was, in a, in a way, it was kind of uncharacteristic because they usually stand by Sam pretty close. They do. Yeah. But, but Blake uh, also, you know, Blake also always has his best self interest at heart. And he helps true. those around him. But I mean, honestly, it's kind of about him and his ego. And we'll get into that later on when we talk about his character arc more through these episodes. Right. Yeah, Sam didn't get the exact response that he wanted, but I think that therapy session really helped him understand that it was up to him to do what he could do regardless of what their actions were. Right. And then he's able to kind of move on more and focus on what he's doing in his club at his club at his club at his hotel you know everything that they're doing yeah so he was able to focus more on that yeah and isn't that kind of true for all of us right people can treat you a certain way they can say certain things to you but what matters is your perspective right how you deal with it exactly so yeah it, it turned out overall for him Um, Even when he um, was feeling like he didn't know what he was going to do, he was able to to pull up the image of Anders um, to be advised (laughs) 
and to again move on you know he he had like a steady flow of moving forward even though it he stumbled a little bit and in the end everything turned out yeah for for him <laughs> if we're doing you know as we're going through all three of the episodes in the end everything turned out for him um, yeah, I, I would say that Sam probably had the best ending out of all <laughs> characters right exactly <laughs> yeah is there anything else you want to say about Sam before we move on no you hit all the good points okay so what about Kirby um, Kirby, I'm... Kirby, Kirby, hotness, <laughs> Kirby. I don't think she had a lot really going on in all three of these episodes. Except, oh no, she didn't. She she wasn't she... a hot mess at all in these episodes. <laughs> Just you know, general generally, she's a hot mess. But she she didn't do anything. But basically, was a sidekick for these episodes. Yeah, she was kind of like the wallpaper. She actually. Yeah. Um, she did well she advised uh sam to remember what it um and that was pretty much it uh, after they left you know la anyway she also she wasn't uh, doing anything advised, in la <laughs> she wasn't doing anything in la except my favorite part my favorite scene out of all of these episodes when that was when they arrived at the hotel and then mm-hmm. Kirby says, I don't know if you know who Timothy Chalamet is. No, <laughs> you can tell me who that is. Is it a singer? <laughs> no, it's he's not a singer. He's like a Gen X or heartthrob. He looks like oh. he would be on Tiger Beat or Seventeen Magazine oh. back in the day. Like a David Cassidy kind of guy. Except he looks even more boyish than that. He's very feminine looking. <laughs> Okay. But anyway, his name is Timothy Chalamet. I'm guessing it's French. And I love it when they get to the hotel and Kirby says, Oh my God, I think I just saw Timothy Chalamet. Or, okay, that was a terrible accent. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say it with an English accent. She says, Oh my God, I think I just saw Timothy Chalamet. And then she says, or is it Chalamet? And then they say, oh, wait, or is it Timothy? I just thought that was funny. Because if you actually <laughs> look at the spelling and you've never heard of this dude, you'd I probably see. say Timothy Chalamet. So. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Yeah, I thought it was funny, but I didn't know who he was. So, <laughs> yeah, she was, yeah, pretty much a background actor in these. Last three. <laughs> Unless I'm totally rem- remembering it wrong. I don't remember a lot that she had going on besides advising well, Sam. She did have a cool um, dress on. That shiny dress was pretty nice. That shiny dress was nice. But other than the dress, the only other thing she did was she gave Colhane that book that Anders left her. Oh, speaking of books. She gave the magazine to Fallon and and was kind of, you know, teasing her a bit. I, she did have some scenes, that's for sure. They just weren't going very far. <laughs> it's funny because, like you said, she was basically the wallpaper slash sidekick for these episodes. 
but at the same time she was kind of the catalyst for some plots too right like yeah Cole Hain when he was like oh I can't stand Blake and Crystal and what they're doing and then she shares with him what Anders left her All oh the yeah there was that of the, of the Carrington no. dynasty okay that was the those that was the episode before okay right oh, I thought I forgot something well, so much happened. Yeah. So, she didn't have anything going on at the end. So, what else is there for Kirby? I think that may have been it. Nothing else for Kirby. She really okay. didn't. Except she burned uh, Anders' book. But she didn't but- let Colhane know that there was... I don't know. There was that like... was that was. I'm sorry. That was the previous episode, though. Well, she she burned the book, but I didn't realize that she actually had like the original documents. Right. That was in 19, I think. I think no. That was 20. No, it was in 20. In 19, in episode 19 or 18, she received the book that Anders left her. But in episode 20 or 21, she actually showed Colhane the book. Okay. But I don't think that was the original document that her dad had left her. Because remember, she burned the book, but then she opens up a drawer at the end of the episode. And she's right. not, I think, what Anders left her. Okay, I, I guess really the main, the main, I think the main part we have to remember about that is she has, she still has the evidence. Mm-hmm. So. That's the main thing that we need to remember. So as far as um, the final people, so let me, let's just talk about Crystal. <laughs> I did an accidental search today. And my search, uh, I'm to tell you guys what I was searching. Oh no! Something to do, something to do with um, Crystal, Harrington, and the baby weight, or something like that. I knew it was gonna be a. <laughs> I was just curious, but the first thing I came up with was some uh, a Reddit. <laughs> And what actually they were saying was that they felt like they, this is exactly the same thing I was saying, guys, that the costume department took no effort in hiding her pregnancy <laughs> um, during this season. And a lot of people were very disappointed they didn't even try to use a double. And that a lot of times it was just so obvious it was distracting. Um, there are a lot of comments. And I thought that was so interesting. Obviously, I wasn't the only one that noticed. We talked about it off and on over the season. Um, But the reason I remembered it again was in one of these last three, at least twice, her belly moved. When she was moving around in these dresses, they chose. Once she had a belt on, which makes no sense considering where the belt is sitting, and then in the second one, she stood up and she made this movement. Belly moved when she stood up. <laughs> and I'm like, is anyone playing, paying any attention to the wardrobe for this person, you know? 
I didn't notice the belly move. Maybe because my belly at least started at jiggling least, a little bit in the past At year. least twice. But it was it wasn't just the dress, it was the way she moved when she stood up. She made it worse when she adjusted herself. And it's just you- like the belly the uh, baby weight from having a baby. They must not give her more than a week off. I don't know. <laughs> but it was at least twice that she was wearing a dress she shouldn't have been wearing because it emphasized, you know, her stomach. <laughs> I didn't notice the stomach jiggle, but I did notice the pregnancy boobs. Oh, I didn't even notice those this week. Last these last three weeks. It was just a weird movement. It's like the odd the odd movement that she made. <laughs> well, I've heard maybe somebody she was, say maybe that... she was trying to adjust herself, you know. I've heard somebody say you notice what you don't have, so I definitely notice boobs a lot because <laughs> I I don't have a lot in that department. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, okay, well maybe that's why I noticed the belly because I don't have one. <laughs> See, I do. That's so funny that you would say that. But yeah, um, she seemed to be very calm in these last three episodes. You know, like she's like the advisor. You know, she was trying to calm Sam down, calming Blake down, getting into a little bit. What is it? Getting in with Colhane in the end to get what they wanted out of out of Blake. And but she was very, you know, it wasn't like. Except for that one time she was dealing with her brother and they were speaking Spanish. <laughs> there was I that, that was part. Funny. Yeah. It, it, it occurred to me, like, why is it such a random, random that they speak Spanish? And I guess the only logic is that when he gets upset or when they get upset, they move into their native tongue. Yeah. Because otherwise it makes no sense at all. Either you're going to speak Spanish well, you're not going to speak Spanish. So it has to be based on their emotions or something. I think that's what a lot of people do, even in real life. I mean, people say when I get drunk or when I get angry, you'll hear my original accent come out or my <laughs> original language come out. Didn't yeah. we even hear that in Selling Sunset when we reviewed those episodes last week? Who was it? I think it was... Chriselle is Chriselle from Oh, South? they were making fun, yeah, because someone went into this really deep southern accent and they were laughing, and I'd, all three of them started doing like a southern accent. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like one of them said, <laughs> Oh, when I get drunk, I go back into my native accent, my southern accent. <laughs> yeah, you spend so many years trying to get rid of your original accent and then. When you're not when you're not on guard, you go back to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's the only reason, because otherwise it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, but overall, you're right. Crystal was the voice of reason. Exactly, she was. Even with I mean, you know with Blake. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. So what we had was, well, we'll get into Blake's arc, but. He had decided to maybe not actually run for office. And then what did Crystal do? She hired somebody to pretend to be a reporter (laughs) to kind of goad him back into 
running for office. Yep. And it ended up helping out Colhane too. So they were kind of in that together. Um, yeah. So what else was going on with Crystal? That was about it until the very end. And we can let until the end. <laughs> we do everybody up till the end, the last, you know, scene. If you haven't seen it yet, for the end. <laughs> I would say that Crystal basically was kind of like a little bit more than Kirby. She was definitely more than the wallpaper, but she didn't have her own story arc. I mean, she had no. a thing between her and her brother, but there wasn't really much to that. Right. She was basically a supportive character. Yeah. But it was it was a good one. It was a very good one. I think she so, she and Sam were my... I think they acted the most reasonable. And then we have... Um, Dominique and her ex-husband oh, which Lord. it actually well you know I, I like Dominique I do um, no no I like Dominique I'm talking about her ex yeah Mr. Sleazy showed up mm-hmm. it's like you know it's like because of all the things she did at the beginning you might think she deserves you might think she deserved what's happening right yeah but she's come a long way since we first saw her and met her and got to know her. And uh, the fact that the person doing it to her is, is worse than her. It's, it's kind of like people will say, oh, it's karma, you know. But, um, you know, just thinking about the two of them. And obviously she still loves them or cares or something about him so much that she's not paying enough attention to who he really is you know and obviously if he's this way now he was probably this way before it shows how much she's grown that she actually is able to trust him you know think that he has no ulterior motives yeah but she, she may have grown and he may not have Mm-hmm. Because we we didn't know him before, we didn't know what he was really after with her before. Maybe maybe he was only with her because he thought she was going to be famous. Oh, I think there's a lot of people like that. No, but I'm saying that because we don't know this guy. Oh, we know what he, we I know see what, what we see. Saying. We yeah. we know what we see him doing now. We know they were only together one year, and then she waited all those years for him. So I'm saying he may have been this way the whole time. Yeah. I like gotcha. like Jeff said, you know, why is he showing up now? Obviously, it's nothing to do with what he thinks it has to do with. But if you still think about it, why is he showing up now? Because he saw Dominique was getting famous. He really did come for the money, but and he, he ended up coming from her. He ended up coming through with a different person. But it's for the same reason. Yes. Well, I'm trying not to talk about Alexis, right? It's not her turn yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to oh, talk about on. just like... It's in a I'm, I'm trying to talk line, about Dominique. We're talking about Dominique, right? This is her yes. turn, you know? So yeah, I feel like she 
trying to be a mom and do all this stuff and then suddenly someone comes around trying to to you know change her way of thinking again really because she's getting in you know the defensive mode um luckily almost luckily she has to take care of Jeff and she can't she's not even really focused on what he's after so uh, that's probably going to be a big deal next season yeah, she says um, to her ex, I have to take care of my kid right now. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's he's just interested in the money. <laughs> he doesn't care. But she thinks he does, you know. Um, well, at first she thought that he might have had an ulterior motive. But then she softened a bit. Yeah, because he's a big fat liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why she softened. She's I actually, be be- I really actually believed up. him. I actually believed him too. And really? Then in the fu- yeah, I actually <laughs> did. Call me naive, which I, I guess I am. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 know, no, I have no attachment. Show. No, he's just like a, like a, like what do you kind of? You know how you go to these things, men, <laughs> and it's just like a shadow, like a. Person. Oh, okay. That's what he. That's what I felt like with him. Like, who is he? Why is he here? She doesn't need him. That's what I felt. I just, yeah. I wasn't so feeling him at all. Surprised I, at all when he comes out after no, no. after Dom after Dominique met with Alexis, and then she's oh, like, no. "Oh, we're all set." So obvious, yeah. Just like Jeff said, you know. Even though he's looking at it from his own point of view. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, what did you think about her story then? I mean, I heard some of it, but what did you think overall? I liked her arc. I liked that she was actually able to trust someone. And she basically went from being kind of like Alexis to actually caring for people more. She right. is <laughs> embracing her role as a mother and that's not her only role you know just being kind to people in general but at the same time she's still you know looking out for herself I think she's kind of like she's sassy like Alexis is but she's just not as she's deceptive like Alexis is too but she's not malicious the way that Alexis is. At least not anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, Alexis can be vicious. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like she has more direction. Like, she she really just wanted her place in the family. Yeah. And that included the money, even though she ended up making her own money with Jeff. So I think she feels more like an equal now as opposed to, you know, other people. (laughs) And we're going to go ahead and talk about Alexis. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, you were just talking about how she's malicious and everything she does. It just doesn't, it seems so over the top. And I know that's her character, but it's like, it's almost like, what is the purpose? She ends up in a penthouse by herself. Um, she doesn't have, she still doesn't have anyone. 
I mean, she's got her money. She got her. She got her money. Yeah, she finally got her money, but she's not even with anyone. So it was like, why did she go through all of that to end end up alone? But at least she she's trying to help Adam. Remember at that point where he came and asked for help. Yeah, Adam came and asked for help, and he said that he was just going to not hold a grudge anymore because mm-hmm. it was basically poisonous and self-harming to him, but we knew that he had ulterior motives. But well, yes, yeah, we knew sad. exactly why he went there. <laughs> but, I mean, think about it. She, He is her son. Yeah. You know, he, he I would say he learned from the best way not to do things. Oh, definitely. But, Adam actually grew up that way. He didn't even have to be in her life to to be that way. He's he's trained for survival, you know. Are you and saying that he inherited her genes? It would, to it would have to be. Does? It would have to be through the bloodline, yeah, because he wasn't <laughs> raised by her. <laughs> he wasn't raised by her, but I'm saying his his upbringing maybe wasn't what whatever everyone would assume a person who was a doctor would be. You know, he was raised by a single mom who apparently was sick most of the time. So he's pretty yeah. sly and crafty. But yeah, oh, back to very crafty. <laughs> very Alexis. crafty, Alexis. Yes, <laughs> but yes, she um, she just couldn't keep her hands uh, away from you know getting back at Dominique. That was just like, I mean, it was really kind of random in a way that she would do that. It's not unexpected, but it was random. She's a little obsessed with Dominique, isn't she? Yeah. But who else? I, okay, if she didn't do it to Dominique, who would she do it to? I mean, that's, there's, not, there's no one else left. Yeah, that's that's who I was that's what I was going to bring up. It's not Dominique exactly per se. It's just that she needs to be obsessed with uh, controlling and manipulating somebody in a situation. Right. And there was, I mean, she's already tried to do it to Kirby. To Kirby. And that, that, almost, that almost killed Kirby. To Fallon. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, she's not a person that you really want to like in this show. She's done some dirty stuff. I mean, you know, she's really interesting and entertaining. She's but entertaining. Yeah, she's, she's entertaining, but yeah, she's done some dirty stuff. Yeah. I I did think that she was connected to Rebecca. We'll get to her next. But um, she, I don't think she had time. <laughs> she was too busy messing with Dominique. Do we have anything else to say about Dame Alexis? I like the black dress. It you know, I was covered, gonna. It, it was covering everything, but it was elegant too. I don't even remember the black dress. I remember had, the red dress. Oh, that must have been at the event. But yeah. the black dress was when she talked to Adam that afternoon, and it was like it had like two uh, ties in the front, like one across the bosom and. Maybe it was just one across oh, the bosom. But yes. the, it was closed up in the back. It wasn't anything, you know. And it, it had was the kind buttons of, on the front. 
yeah, it's more elegant. Yeah. And yeah, so that was cool. Um Yeah, she's grew on me over the seasons. <laughs> or she's grown on me, I should say. Um, well, I think as far the actress as, and I mean, as far as the actress herself. Yeah, yeah. not the character, but the actress. <laughs> yeah, I think the actress is great at being right. conniving and amusing and entertaining. Right, entertaining, yeah. So, yeah, she's going to get her comeuppance. I can't believe that she would get away with all of this stuff. Um. So, yeah, and then he actually thinks she's going to kiss him instead of as she's trying to illustrate how he should be you know wooing Dominique to get the money <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> remember what I'm talking about yes I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> like, about are you kidding me she's just trying to show you how to you know how to do what you're supposed to be doing anyway <laughs> it was funny yeah honestly at this point I hope he gets screwed over too Brady. Yeah. The ex. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I really hope that he gets screwed over too. So. So who shall we move on to next? Adam. <laughs> I like Adam the way is... you said Adam. <laughs> He's complicated. You know, it's like he came in wanting to do good. You know, then like a couple murders later, <laughs> you you still just don't know what to think about him. You know, like, it's like he, he wanted to be accepted and then he didn't care. And then he's accepted and now he seems like he doesn't care anymore. Um, so he's doing whatever he wants to get whatever he wants. Like, you know, he's getting his own house. And I, you know what? I applaud him for wanting a house. But everything else, yeah. <laughs> At least he wants to get out. Adam is like a serial killer with a heart of gold. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say that, can we? I don't yeah, know if we I can say we, that. I think we can. <laughs> wow. Okay. But I know what you mean. It's like you don't know whether to hate him or put him away. <laughs> He's a very well-rounded character, shall He's, we say. Maybe that's what it is. Very well-rounded <laughs> Sure. You okay. don't really love him. You don't hate him. You don't even really like him, but you don't you dislike him either. Exactly. You don't like him, but you don't dislike him because sometimes he's actually trying to help other people. You never and know at, which way he's going to go. And at the end of the day, people need help. <laughs> no matter whether they're, uh, you know... Whether they're blackmailing someone or hiding a body or <laughs> dressing up like your sister, you know. So, so Adam is never the one know. that you call if you need to bury a body. Yeah, but you make sure you remember he's going to want a favor back. Oh, that's true. That's or where that's blackmail. They're so busy <laughs> blackmailing each other, you know. He's the top when it comes to blackmail. Wow, I just don't even know what to say. If we're going to hold everything to the end, what else can we say about Adam for now? <laughs> for now? Well, these episodes kind of run together, too. I'm trying to think of what happened at the end with him. Well, yeah, I was trying to save the ending for the ending. Well, he pretty much had a continuous, like, one storyline. 
where yeah. he, he dealt with the anti-aging drug trial yep. that he presented yeah. to the hospital. Right, exactly. Then, so it was about to kind of, you know, get off the ground and get going. His and then, sister shows up, Amanda. And his sister, oh, I don't like her. I think her and Brady. She's next. I, She's next. So no, I'm not Adam. gonna go. Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> go into her, but her and Brady. I think because, like you said, we don't really have any investments in those characters. They just, oh, they irk me. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Amanda got in the way of him getting mm-hmm. his trial off the ground, and it kind of went back and forth where you were like okay well Amanda's out of the way Crystal kind of convinced and she delicately blackmailed Crystal yeah um but then Mm. Crystal has kind of her I mean sorry not Crystal Amanda kind of has other ulterior plans that get in Adam's way and I just thought it was so funny how Adam like I love his eyes He's got these really intense <laughs> eyes that I've talked about this before. They kind of remind me of like a serial killer a little bit. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, but they're so intense. And they're so intense that they're actually funny and a little bit humorous because he's so focused on things. But I loved the expressions that he had when the hospital uh, assistant was looking up those files for the guy that he had fired Mm -hmm. wait wait no he wasn't he wasn't fired he was just off of like some kind of thing that he had tried the trial another trial that he had yeah the trial um but anyway I'm getting too giddy over the look on his eyes, but I just thought it was so funny how he was like, okay, cool, this is working. You know, Sam actually deleted all the files and everything's all good to go. Mm-hmm. And then this guy, who also kind of looks a little psychopathic, his nemesis, yeah. he's like, he's smart too. He's, I mean, Adam's smart, but I mean, come on, they're like, MDs, right? They they're pretty right. smart guys. He's one step ahead of Adam, and he's like, "Oh, I remember that the photocopier actually saves documents for three months." And mm. I'm like, "Dude, I don't like you, but kudos. That was some <laughs> pretty impressive thinking." Right. Yep. He just um, made himself an enemy, and then came back to blackmail him, and you know didn't quite work out for him in the end but anyway that's the end um so amanda you said you don't like amanda um, no it's less about me disliking her she just irks me i, I don't I like, like the her. go ahead i was gonna say i like the conversation the confrontation be, between her and adam in the hallway <laughs> it was kind of funny you know it was a very brother and sister it was very brother and sister now that I think about it and now that you mention it she thinks she's getting the cookie but (laughs) but she's not apologizing he's like well you're not getting the cookie (laughs) (laughs) 
It's like I... definitely, definitely sibling rivalry there. I did not like the smug look on her face when we first saw her in the first yeah. episode. I was just like, oh, wipe that smug smile off her face. But like you said, it's very sibling esque, very sibling rivalry. Yeah, and it's it's funny because those two siblings, I mean, I don't know what I don't know who's gonna be left standing. We know Adam's deadly and we don't really know the potential for Amanda. Not but, yet. Um, she seems, you know, she seems to be up to the challenge. She does. Because she you notice like she's, she's up to the challenge. She's mostly messing with Adam. I mean, she seemed to be one she wanted to be friendly with Fallon. Friendlier anyway. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think she knows who she's dealing with when it comes to her brother. <laughs> not even close. She's not aware of everything that he's done. Yeah, she doesn't know anything. <laughs> but are we unless aware she, of everything that she's done? In, unless she's done research before she went there, you know, I guess that's possible. I mean, she did end up in the hospital with them. Maybe she researched him. I don't know. She seems smart that way. I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to see. I think they, they're setting her up for, obviously, the next season. She came in so close to the end. Hopefully, I'll like her more in the next season. I think I, I think she's got the potential for me to like her. Potential. I like her ponytail. <laughs> you like her ponytail? Well, she looks different when she wears a ponytail. Very approachable, I guess, compared to some of the other. You know, I don't know. I don't know why. It just kind of stood out to me. It's so funny how it, hair affects your appearance. Yeah, and what and, people and, think about you. Right. It was more friendly than some of the other looks, I guess. Um, strict stern bun has she ever worn a bun I don't think she's had a bun yet <laughs> I think her hair is usually down speaking of buns uh, what's going on with Jeff there was a lot going on wait 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 with speaking of being... buns <laughs> what are you it referring didn't... to <laughs> I don't know it was just a word and then I remember we needed to do Jeff <laughs> oh okay I was about to say I don't think he's got like much in the way of buns <laughs> it was random that was very random <laughs> well so he's apparently um, on the way down the hill uh, health wise health wise um, he's having issues with his memory and and uh, having hallucinations and um, I, I, I feel like he's still going to be in the show though but maybe it's just a way to get him out of the way for a little bit um, he, it, the hallucinations, and there's, it's not hallucinate hallucinations. What's the word I'm looking for? Because I'm he has, sure. he's having thoughts about something that doesn't exist. Like he thinks Brady wants his, his tech information. Oh, yes. Yeah. He's really wanting to do the rockets. And so he's thinking, maybe he just thinks everyone is out to get him. Doesn't matter who it is, I guess. He's being That's paranoid. That's probably paranoid. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Thank you. Paranoid. He's, he's being paranoid about his paranoid. work. 
Yeah. And he's you know, obviously in the beginning of his illness, he had that issue too, where he was sweating all the time. And, and he was shaking. Everything was, you know, everyone was out to get him. And so he's headed down that track again, probably going to end up in the hospital. But it was kind of interesting the way he got it, his mother into the office and then put the handcuffs on her. <laughs> oh, see, I was expecting that. You were? Like, oh, that's so funny. I wasn't expecting the thing with Alexis and Brady. But I was totally expecting this to happen. When he said, oh, "Oh, mom, okay. So I thought, oh, come on, this is dynasty. He's just trying to lull her into a false sense of safety. I mean, I knew he wasn't going to go with her. He's not going to hurt his mother. So what (laughs) is he going to do? Right. Yeah, I guess that was that was pretty much an obvious thing that didn't come to mind. It was it was out of the blue for me, but I knew he wasn't going to go with her. I thought he would just try to convince her, I guess. You know, but it all happened so fast. Um, and then he takes the gun. Dun, dun. <laughs> like, of all the things these people need is guns. I'm sorry. Oh, I just, geez. I really, really don't see the purpose of it. It just, maybe it's a little redundant to me. Because in a show like this, I think it's more meaningful to ruin someone financially than to shoot yeah. them. That, you know, let your, you know, let's do it a different way, not not the old West. <laughs> but no, everyone wants to have a gun. It was so weird to me. You know, something was bothering me about that, too. It was weird. And it's not just my belief about guns. It was something else. And I wasn't sure what it was. And you just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it was. It's not the old Wild West. This isn't a cop show. Right. It's not a crime. Not a crime show. Everybody in the show is very smart. Yeah. And they're very... They use their smarts to be manipulative or devious. And they sometimes do good things, too. But... Right. I didn't really see the need for violence because they're no that's not what this show is about i mean exactly. there's definitely a genre for that and i'm totally fine with it right. but that's not right. this show exactly exactly it is easy they you know what is it the the pen is mightier than the sword yeah. you know writing writing someone a check makes more sense on this show yeah than a than a gun you know they're all college educated people so, yeah, it, it just, yeah, I guess it didn't go over very well, especially as we see at the end. We'll get there in a minute. But, yeah. So, who's left besides Blake and Fallon? Liam. Oh, Rebecca. Let's do Rebecca. Uh-huh. Oh. I mean, do we really have to? But anyway. She. Wait. Is that <laughs> Eva's real name, Rebecca? Yeah. Okay. Because I wasn't sure who you were talking about at first. I forgot the yeah. name. And actually, Rebecca stuck with me more than Eva did. But anyway, she Interesting. still bothers me. I felt like someone had to hire her. And now that I know no one actually hired her, it's even more annoying. <laughs> you know? Are you saying that it doesn't add up? It's not that it doesn't add up. It's just... Random. Remember my favorite word? Random. Yeah. It make it would make more sense if sense if someone had hired her, 
like what's her name uh liam's mom who hates fallon if she had hired her it would make sense you know what i mean yeah she hates fallon but for her just to be a crazed liam fan eh, i don't know maybe there's more to it i hope there's more to it i hope there's i hope there's more to it guys i really do I'd rather connect his mom to it or a relative, you know, or Alexis. (laughs) I wasn't really impressed with the, with the climax of her story arc. I thought it was going to be a lot more interesting because they were building it up. So like all these really cool elements to her storyline. And I thought, oh, this is going to be really juicy. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, other than the part, I think it was the end of the first episode. Yeah. Or was it the second? I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it was the end of the second episode. Yeah. She has the tiara on and she's flipping through Fallon and Liam's wedding book. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Or has she made one for herself? I think I she think- made one. I think she made one. Okay, so in, she made one that would make more sense. In true single white female for fashion. <laughs> uh, that's a good way to put it because what I was going to say is she's a crazy ass lifetime movie psycho. Yeah, That's what exactly. she was like to me, but that's right. still in the same vein as single white female. And I yeah. thought, oh, something juicy and good is going to happen. Yeah. And even in the earlier episodes, I thought that maybe Liam and her were actually going to get together. Yeah, I remember you said that. Ew. Well, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> he was hanging out with her, and he was clearly attracted to her. I mean, she is a beautiful woman. She's, a, I mean, she's off, but, I mean, he was clearly attracted to her. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> sorry. But yeah, there was a lot of buildup. Too there was much. A, thank t- you. There was a lot much. of buildup. It was too much for it to be what it ended up being. I just, I really, really hope we open up season five with some big reveal. You know, there was a lot like, of build up and no climax. Like three months later, when Fallon feels better and they're all happy and she's pregnant, and we hear that, you know, we hear on TV that Rebecca, blah, blah, blah. And she's been, you know, up and down New England, you know, going after rich guys. <laughs> that I just came to me, guys. That just came to me. That, yeah, I don't think we're going to hear any more about Rebecca. Well, but I'm just Eva. saying, I'm trying to make it make sense. That's all. <laughs> or maybe they will have her in there since they took Anders out. I don't know. No, maybe I'm just she'll saying. Maybe replace Anders. No, I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying is they'll have one of those shows that, you know, gives like, you know, this is what happened in Atlanta. And this person was seen up and down the New England coast trying to marry rich men. And now she's found dead in a ditch. I don't know. I'm oh, just she saying. Could have a spinoff. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on. I don't think she's understanding what I'm saying, guys. So anyway, they built it up. 
and then they let us down. That's the bottom line. <laughs> yeah. You failed us, writers at Dynasty. <laughs> Unless you can give us more. <laughs> Unless you give us more. You have some very witty writing, but the whole content and buildup of the Eva slash Liam slash Fallon storyline, you disappointed us. <laughs> but there was so much good in the show, we won't we won't hold we won't hold it against you. We won't hold it against you. All right, so who we have? We have three people left. Uh, let's do Blake. He was just being Blake. I don't even know how to explain it. I thought it was funny though when <laughs> when his wife says um, said something about it's okay. I, I like the gray hair. <laughs> You know, I got a point. He's out. like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> this might, this might seem like it's not a segue, but I swear I noticed that the actress that plays Eva, they did a close up and she had one long strand of gray hair. I was just really surprised. I'm not holding it against her at all, but I was just surprised that on a TV show, especially like Dynasty, that I mean, unless the lighting highlighted her hair I swear it was a gray or a white hair it could have been a blonde hair maybe she um, maybe she's really a blonde no oh no 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 I remember what I saw the actress on now it was supernatural I doubt that she is a blonde but anyway I feel like you know I think I've, I've seen her around quite a bit actually um, but surprising. I I thought it was funny when Crystal said to him, I, I like the gray hair. He was talking about so something totally different. And when she, <laughs> she said that, I remember I actually watched like 30 minutes of the old Melrose Place where Grant's show was like this young stud. Like when I, I don't know if it was his first show or whatever, but I, I just had a flashback of seeing him in that show. Um, it's on one of the streaming services. And I remember thinking, wow, he still looks so good. He does. <laughs> he looks his age, but he still looks really good. Yeah, it's funny. Flashback. So yeah, um, so he went he wanted to be a senator because <clears throat> he wanted the airport. So if he could get the airport a different way, we already kind of discussed this. He wouldn't mind giving up the Senate. But in the end, he decided to go ahead and run for senator. Am I remembering that right? Well, what happened was the, the reporter asked him if he had higher aspirations. Like, uh, I think maybe even running for president. And a light bulb went off in his head. He's like, oh, ding, ding. You know, it's all about power with me. So, you know, he was like, if I'm going to move up even higher, I can still get an airport and even more. So he basically decided to stay in the race. Right. So anyway, that actually kind of covers most of, of his part of the show. Um, with the exception of the interactions they had with Beto, which basically was uh, Crystal... Um, so Fallon and Liam 
they probably had um, they had the most going on in the episodes between um, her going to the what do we call her the guru the uh, marriage counselor person the marriage counselor slash in the guru. first in the first uh, in number twenty and then um, her trying to convince Liam about. Eva slash Rebecca as we went along and then him deciding oh my god she's right in the last episode and this is where everything came together with all the guns and all the situations so but you know um, before sorry before we get to the guns I did want to talk about Liam's revelation with the therapist or I'm sorry not with the therapist but at the like retreat that they went to when he realized that it wasn't just about Fallon because he said that he felt that Fallon had put their marriage last above her business and everything else in their life and then he realized that his frustrations came from not just Fallon but himself because he felt like he didn't really he didn't measure up in their relationship Right. Especially with how much you were talking about how proactive Fallon is and she's always being active and always achieving something. And then he brought up that he the only thing he did was win an award for some uh, journalism that he did. And he realized yeah. that his fresh his frustrations were also how he felt about himself. Right. And then what did Fallon end up doing? She ended up sleeping with that one dude because she oh, thought that yeah. her and Liam were going to get a divorce. Yeah, but that yeah, that was definitely just a reaction, obviously. Yeah, um, that was just a reaction. Of course, when you're the husband, you don't take it like that. You take it, oh my god, he's just with someone else. It's just logical and typical yeah. and it's very... And what is the word? Basic. It's a very basic reaction. So when we got over that, and then we still had to get over the Eva thing. But in the end, what happened is Liam is by her side when someone tries to shoot her. Rebecca, maybe? It was Rebecca. It was Rebecca, yes. We had a standoff of the guns at the end. Yeah, and then we have Jeff trying to shoot Colhane outside. And then we have Beto freaking out because somebody shot someone and he happens to have a gun. And he's like trying to hide his gun at that point because <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Because it everyone, wasn't, it wasn't it was supposed to be hilarious. funny. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but I'm sorry. But it was kind hilarious. Of- it was hilarious because he's like, wait, I have my gun out, but that's not <laughs> my gun that rang right. a shot. Right. I haven't shot anybody yet and somebody got shot, right? That's, yeah. it, was, it was funny. It was funny. It shouldn't have been, but it was. And then it turns out it's crazy Rebecca. So they built us up and then they have her do the worst things she could do so that they can get rid of her. So maybe you're right. It's probably done. Um... But yeah, so we obviously no Fallon's not going to die. We have a whole season to go. Can't go without a Fallon. No, we can't. Um, and as far as Jeff and Colhane, 
I don't. I think did someone come and grab the gun from them? I feel like somebody came and grabbed the gun from them before the very end. I'm not not sure, but I, I don't think he shot him. Well, actually, uh, my idea was we weren't sure if Jeff actually shot Colhane. Uh, because I mean, we saw what went on inside, but we don't actually know what went on outside with Jeff yeah, and Colhane. They were trying to do two things at once. And, um, I personally think they should have kept it outside because we know Bella's not going to die. Yeah. Um, but I guess she is the main character. So, anyway, so that's kind of how it ended up, guys. I didn't want to hold you too much longer. But like, we've been going on for a while. Well, um, we did have three episodes. One more this than is usual. true. We did have three episodes. Um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of wind it down because we were, you know, we kind of cross-explained through the different characters. So I think we covered it unless I'm missing something. We got absolutely everything. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah, and, and every time we I finish a recap, I'm like, man, I missed something. <laughs> No, but we got absolutely everything this time. It's usually okay in the end. So I look forward to more Dynasty Season 5. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. We'll and see what you, happens with Fallon. I mean, we know you, she's going to live, but... If we'll you happen to... If you happen to know any of the cast or crew, we would love to interview them on our show. Um, just contact us through the Facebook group. And what I want to do, uh, we're going to be adding, obviously, we're going to be adding movies into the reviews at some point, but also, especially into our extra review. Not that we're running out of TV shows, keep in mind. <laughs> oh, we could never run out of TV shows with all the streaming services. But there's sometimes that we run across um, a movie that we want to share because we want other people to enjoy it too. So I don't want to go into too much detail on this. I'm going to try to make it quick. Um, there's a movie on Prime called Black Box. Um, and it's, conscious, it's definitely consciousness related. Everyone knows I like consciousness related things. Um, I can tell you one of the people that stars in it is Felicia Rashad from the Cosby Show. Um, I can tell you it's a little unusual because we don't get a lot of consciousness based uh, movies with Afro-American in them yet um, and it is a sci-fi fantasy mystery drama I would say more like a paranormal drama um, and I highly recommend it I've already watched it twice wow it, um, it's something I want you to watch and give your feedback on Oh, are you talking about the audience? I'm talking to the audience. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't uh, quite sure. I want you to watch it and give your feet. I, I want to see his ending, but I think if you're watching it pretty close, you can. So, fun rock this book go in the without spoiling it obviously the black box is a device that's used in the in the movie so I give it a four 
on the one to five scale. And yeah, I don't I don't want to spoil it the way we spoiled some other things. <laughs> I just want to recommend it. So. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to share? No, we cover so much of Dynasty. I'm all set for next season. Yes, and then next week, of course, we're going to be reviewing Upload and Selling Sunset. And then a surprise TV show, which may be something that you enjoy. <laughs> and also, look forward to Nancy Drew coming back. Yes, Nancy Drew, week after next. And we also got some legacies returning within the next couple of weeks, too. Wow, it must be fall. CW is ramping up. I think it. (laughs) But we're also going to be adding new shows, so. Yeah, we are. Um, I think we're going to end up with a smorgasbord here soon. (laughs) Something for everybody. But until then, make it a great week. Hi guys, so we thought we had finished the episode recaps and then I remembered something very important. Adam and the man that was blackmailing him. How could we have forgotten that part? So I'm going to do what I thought about it. And then we're going to get Ashley's input. And we'll see. <laughs> Let's contrast and compare how we felt about this situation. I couldn't believe it. Um, not because it was Adam. Well, because of Adam, I could believe it. But it seemed very... Um, no, we had talked earlier in the show about how Adam has that certain way about him. Of, you know, he just does what he needs to do and he doesn't, he doesn't always have a conscience about it. And I feel like even, we didn't, even though we didn't see it happen, he definitely took care of the situation, obviously, because the man ended up dead. And then it seems like he maybe framed his mother somehow. Well, it was her penthouse, but... Yeah, so that's going to be really interesting when it comes back in season five. Um, I definitely believe that he did it. Let's put it that way. I'm actually a little surprised that Adam had his mother framed for what he did. Um, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily surprised that he actually killed the guy that was blackmailing him. I mean, look at what he's done in the past. Pretty much a killer, a psychopath with a heart of gold, as I said. I think that um, for next season, this will actually be a more important plot line and Fallon being shot because we know that she's going to make it. Come on, she's basically the central character in the Carrington storyline. So we'll see how Adam's relationship with his mother changes.
Hey guys, so we had such a long episode that we actually ended up not adding one of the main points from the final moments. That is what the extra two viewpoints are about. I'm just letting you know. We did something different this time by going through each character because we had three episodes and then trying not to blend in too much of the ending. It was an experiment, but enjoy it either way. Thanks.